Previously on Steambox Versus, Bruce Leroy, the last dragon, shared the glow. The Iron Sheep broke backs and made us humble. Michio Kaku showed us how to find dark matter. Samus and Megarad led a rap battle for the ages, and we plunged into virtual reality in Ready Player One. Will Steambox make it back to Ghibli in Japan? Will the Boston Celtics dunk on us? Will the Dragon Ball Z narrator ever join the crew? Stay tuned and find out on Steambox Versus. Hey, this is Roberto. You're back with another Steambox podcast from Highlander Charter School. I'm with my steampunks over here. Steampunks from Highlander Charter School. Please say what's up to the world. Hi! What's up? What's up? Merry Christmas. <laughs> on, an, on an upcoming podcast, we've got midterm snafus coming up. Uh, and on an upcoming podcast, we've got very special games. So I want to talk about them in just a minute. But first, y'all just got to see your surprise. You've got a brand new intro. What do you think about that brand new intro? Yo, it's so hype. I love that it's intro. It's cool. Are you excited about that? That the dude it's from. Interesting. Who, 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 who did you. How long did it take you to recognize his voice? Pretty much instantly. I just didn't. Five minutes. I, yeah, I couldn't pinpoint exactly where from, but I just knew I knew it. Yeah. You knew it immediately. You knew it immediately, and Amazing. not from where. Great, you you haven't messed with Dragon Ball Z. Go ahead. I'm a huge anime lover. I never watched Dragon Ball Z, yep. but that intro really got me. Like I'm about to watch. <laughs> Yo, he was talking about you specifically. He was talking about the people in this group. Much love, much love. And he gave he gave you much love. He actually said at the end of it that uh, you know he he teased, will he ever be on the podcast, uh, which is kind of dope. I, I really love that. His name is Kyle Hubert. He does the voice for uh, the narration in Dragon Ball Z, like, next time on Dragon, that kind He's of thing. Old. He has to be old. Uh, the fact that he took this time, <laughs> I actually have a video of him doing doing the recording, so we could take a look. Uh, you got to call this dude old right off the bat. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. Because, uh, like, that show is old, so I'm guessing, like, he's not, like, he's not younger. I'll probably person, have different ones, different. Real quick, we have until what time? Thirty-six. All right, so I've got so we got a short podcast today. Uh, we just played a game called Ransom Notes. Ransom Notes is from very special games. They're going to be an upcoming guest on the podcast, um, and I can't wait to talk to them about this game. They have another game called Puns of Anarchy, where you take phrases and you change it to make it into a pun. Uh, that game's kind of fun too. I'll play that with you in the future. Uh, we'll definitely bring that in. But what did we think of Ransom Notes? Raise your hand if you're ready to tell me what was Ransom Notes. Go ahead, tell me about Ransom Notes. It was really fun and like random, just, just like yeah, random. Tell me, tell me about the game for our audience. Our audience has no idea what Ransom Notes is. What is the game? How would you explain this game to your friend? Go ahead. Um, basically, you have a, a little tray and a bunch of words, and you have to create a ransom note correlating to the prompt that you get from these cards that are on the table. Give me an example of a prompt. So, can I use the one I just used, or is that not appropriate for that? This one? Go ahead. How would your friend, how would your best friend describe you when trying to be your wingman, and some wise guy decided to throw... Hold on, hold on. You don't have to get into the answer yet. (laughs) Oh, okay, okay. But for our audience at home, what they know is we have a prompt, like, how would your best friend describe you when trying to be your wingman, and now what do you have? She called this random. Why is it random? What do you have at your disposal? Oh, we have a, a box full of words, and we take a pinch and a bunch of words, and we each have our own amount of random, non-chosen words. So that's why it's random, right? So yeah. you just have these random words, and now you have to explain. Try to make sense. You have to explain how your best friend would describe you when trying to be your wingman. Uh, and there was other ones. I think one of the ones that I saw on their social media was uh, tell the kid in the plane seat behind you to stop kicking your chair. 
Uh, and there's different things. So you have these words, and then you have to try to make, and it looks like a ransom note. If you guys don't know what a ransom note looks like is people, they don't want to give away their signature or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So people clip out these letters from a magazine. So it's all these different words and letters that don't belong together. That's why I think they call this ransom note. All right, so let's get into the fun of this. So Shay's going to go up to this person uh -huh. and describe you as a young drill beast. Of course, yeah. What oh, the <laughs> hell does that mean? It says it in the name. Young yeah, drill beast. Be a young beast that be drilling. <laughs> Are we talking? Yo, this, this podcast is wild. So <laughs> is drilling rated R? No. no. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. Why are you laughing at me? No. Hey, hey, go both ways. Drilling is when, just when you're outside. That's all. When you're outside. We're no, not talking about no, genitals listen, no more. I don't know. I know I'm an old man, and I know, but I do know that going outside is not called drilling. It's, it's right? a type of music. It's a type of music. It's a type of music. Yeah. Okay. So if you're a beast at drilling, does that mean you're good at dancing? No. No, you're good at getting sturdy. I know you're not good at going outside. So whoever said that description <laughs> is throwing me for a I'm loop. I'm great at going outside. You're great at going outside. Wonderful skill to have. It's know? a wonderful skill to have. What does it mean? Give, somebody tell me directly what young drill beast means. You got that, Cynthia. Alright, <laughs> Cynthia's like, why me? Go ahead. Like, Break this down. Nice it's and like loud. a young beast. That'd be going on drills outside of the drive-by. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Even though back and forth gym drills. You know, they used to call drills when you Football release drill. bullets from away from a firearm. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Football so, drills, right? So you're great at shooting? It's um, cool. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> all right, all right. I've never felt so old. I've never felt so old uh, working with the students. It's that young, was, it's young like, gangsters. That's what it translates exactly. to. I, but I do like it, right? Because if we don't even know what it means, if somebody told me, if somebody described somebody else, if somebody was like, yo, you should, you should hook up my friend. They're a drill beast. I'd, be, I'd want to know more. <laughs> yo, I would want to know more. That's a W, honestly. It's a win. It's, a, it's definitely a win. Uh, that's interesting. Was there any other part of this game that really appealed to you? Was there anything this. else? That, what's this? That when you're the judge... You have to turn the box so and the word like the words you're the judge is facing the judge. Yo, I hope mm -hmm. I hope uh, very special games. I hope they're listening and I hope that they would be very happy to know that the tiniest thing that they did. This is probably the smallest design choice in the game. Mm -hmm. They made these they made these words. They made them magnets. They made them so that you can stick them right on your board. All of these brilliant design choices, but you just gave them props. Just for writing on the side of the box, you're the judge. So by that facing you, that was something that you were impressed by. And I think it's, I feel appreciated. It's those little things. You feel appreciated. You feel like they made it super simple, made it very easy. Mm -hmm. It's a little things. I've gotten into board games recently, and a lot of them take like a half an hour to set up. And reading the instructions, my eyes start to glaze over. Has, have any of you ever played a game like that? Yes. That like by the time you even get into the game, you're already done? Monopoly. Mm. Monopoly. I love Monopoly. Right? Um, so, so Monopoly being an example of that, where there's so many instructions and stuff that it's difficult. This is really simple. Would you guys have gotten it if, would you guys have gotten it if I didn't even explain? If I just played yeah. a thing and said, here's, here. Yeah. yeah honestly. You guys would have got it with no explanation, no instructions. That was something else that we like about it. It's very simple, so. Uh, we like simple. Good. Something that I saw in this game was like, a very super, uh, like, good-looking guy, right? All right, what did I do this time? Whoa, <laughs> whoa, buddy. Um, so the prompt was 
the the one we're talking about, and um, he said cheating God, and um, I think that's accurate for him since he's like super good looking. Okay, that was not me. Uh, that was not me. Excellent. All right, so let's have a let's talk about this. So so uh, thank you, very special games. We're looking forward to having you on the podcast. We want to talk about this. We want to talk about puns of anarchy. But right now, I want to talk about what you just said because you just brought up something that's super interesting to me, uh, and and I I really like this. Uh, because I discovered this in college, and I want it to be something that we can talk about, but we can also grow from, right? Is there ever something, you guys ever see like a, a cheat or a hack that just makes life too easy? Yeah. Mm. And it doesn't make us better people for using it. So this dude says, uh, for the prompt, how would your best friend describe you when trying to be your wingman? Uh, this person wrote, this person's a cheating guy. Oh, damn. And after we had the conversation about it, some of us agreed that that's actually probably a good thing yeah. to hear, right? If, you're, if your wingman says, ah, they're a cheater, that doesn't turn off some people. Do we agree that that doesn't turn, some people it doesn't turn off? No. You just no. leave me back? Nah, that's a small They percent. want them even more for some reason. They want them even more for some reason. Go ahead, Cynthia, talk to me. And I will elaborate. Please do. There's multiple reasons behind this. Yep. Not only are most females attracted to shitty guys, but it's like they like to chase. Like they feel like they they could change him. And Can I pause for one second? Yeah. You said most females. Um, so so if we're talking about girls, uh, let's just call them girls or ladies or whatever. But uh, when you say most, I don't have the scientific data. So I don't know if I feel comfortable saying most. Are you comfortable saying most? Do you think more than not they like bad guys? So you so okay. I just want to be clear. So you mean you mean most? She means more than not. Girls prefer bad guys. We don't have the scientific data, but that's what it feels like at least. Go ahead. I think humans in general, even in this context and all other contexts, they just want what they can't have in a way, or want what they shouldn't have. Exactly. Like they you want, said, they want. It's the like chase. a blood rush. Want what they can't have. Want what they shouldn't have. Why? Wait, wait, wait. Before we get into why, uh, that's three people at the table. Do most of us feel that way? Do most of us feel that many people, I don't want to necessarily say most, but many people like the bad guy kind of thing? Yeah. yeah. They like the, they like the what's it called, the drama. I think, unless somebody wants to speak against, <laughs> unless somebody wants to speak against, we're talking about, like, we, we unanimously think that a lot of people like the bad guy. Is, the, is that... Okay, were, were you going to tell me why? Uh, yeah, I was okay. going to say, I think, in a way, it's a form of exerting your freedom. You know, because let's say somebody tells you you can't do something, you want to be free and do it anyway. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So people just want to have the feeling that will. they kind of... Yeah, free will. They control themselves by going for things they shouldn't or can't normally go for. So that's part of free will. I agree. I don't like being told what to do. Right? So, so there's part of that, too. That's interesting. Um, do we think it's a good thing or a bad thing that we, if we're talking about most people, then that's people here in this room, that we like the bad guy. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's a bad thing, not only because it's unhealthy for you and that person, but it's also immature and dumb. It's like... So we know that we're like that, yeah. but we also know that it's immature and dumb. So how do we get past that? You can surpass it by going for the bad guy and learning your lesson the hard way, or 
Just staying away from it. Just stay away. Before I get to you, because uh, I, I see you had something to add, uh, does that stop people when they've, when they've already done it, they've already learned their lesson because they've dated people who are bad guys or cheaters or all these other things, does that teach them the lesson and they don't, they change their behavior after that or do they stay that way? Sometimes, um, people, yes, they may get hurt multiple times, but sometimes, most girls, I'm sorry, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. But what's it called? Like, oh, some girls, they, or guys, they attract toxic men and attract bad guys. Like, what, even if they are good people, they attract people that need fixing. You know what's scary for me? Uh, I'm going to get to Diego, and I, I'm not sure if you had something to add a second ago. Um, but as I get to Diego, I want to say, if we all know that, and there's, there's a number of guys in this room, if we all agreed on this already, the lesson that we've already learned is to not be good to you. The lesson that we've learned is to be dicks. Hell we've no. learned that, that by being jerks to you, uh, that, that, gets, that makes us hotter. No. Is it, no? Tell me. I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Tell me. Well, I don't think that's hot. Because I've seen bad guys get girls into very bad situations. And I've seen it and I've learned from it. But there's other girls that are hard-headed and like going for the dangerous stuff. But me, personally, I, would, I don't find that cute. I don't find that Yeah, it just attractive. depends on the person, really. But that's why I said most girls, because there are some. There yeah. are some that are smart and know what they're doing. Even if they're not smart, they, they're... What's it called? Their intuition is telling them is real bad. The lesson, the lesson that many of us have learned here already okay. before this conversation is that to be hot, he used this. His wingman would say on his behalf, and he wanted this. His wingman would say he's a cheater because he knows that makes him more appealing. <laughs> so the lesson, that, the lesson that some of the boys have learned is to be bad, to be bad because we're going to benefit from it. Go ahead. Finally, I've... I've been holding off on you so long. Go ahead. So that point you made earlier about um, learning to be bad in a way because it's been kind of chased after. I think that's true, and that's why I disagree with the option you presented of going for the bad guy and learning your lesson. Because if it keeps happening, there's more of like a it creates a stigma to not be like a good person because it won't get you anywhere. I've even found myself considering should I make bad decisions just to see if I get a better outcome. Mm -hmm. But obviously, I chose not to. But some people may not. Some people may think it's worth it. It's worth to be a bad person because you get better results. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna hear from. I wanna hear from you. I wanna hear from you. I wanna hear from other people at the table. Uh, I wanna quickly say that in in by the end of high school, I had I had seen this. I'd learned this lesson, and I kind of figured out how to master it for myself. Uh, but what I found out was that that's not really true to who I am. So yes, it worked, and yes, I became more attractive just by being indifferent. I wasn't being abusive, I don't think. I wasn't fighting people. I wasn't uh, being disrespectful. But I was just being kind of selfish and a number of other things uh, and, and indifferent towards women. And that probably made me more successful dating back then. But I also learned very quickly that that wasn't true to who I was. I'm not that guy. I'm not... In many ways, I'm arrogant. In many ways, I'm a jerk, but not in those ways. So even though that that was working for me romantically, I had to learn to course correct and say, well, the girls that I'm getting this way are not really the girls that I want. So I had to change my course of action. And the reason I'm sharing that with you isn't to take up space on this podcast 
and just so that the world is hearing my voice. The reason I'm saying that to you is because I hope that some of you can hear that now and realize that now, the lesson that I learned ahead of time. So instead of wasting years being more successful romantically by doing the dark path, that you really have the light in you and you really want somebody who likes the light in you. So stay true to who you are, even if it's less successful romantically in the meantime. What do you think about all this? Um, I think a lot of the time what happens is like, what also could happen is after the, like after, let's say, I don't know how to explain it. Like, let's say at the beginning, it's like the person is like a, a good, like a nice person. And then they turn into like a cold person who like, I don't know, who does stuff to the other person. And I think a lot of people stay because they feel like that person in their heart is a good person. That person isn't choosing to be a good person. They're choosing to be a bad person. And so they think they can switch up that person. They think they could change the person. Yeah, they like can I mentioned earlier. Yeah, I like, completely agree with both of you. I, I heard you on that, too. I heard you on that, too. Go ahead, finish. Um, and they can, like, I don't know, like, they could put them how they were. Or maybe if they were already a bad person to begin with, they can turn them into a good person. But then they're the ones that end up getting hurt. If someone doesn't want to be yeah. saved. So if you know that now, if the people at this table know that now, we've already done the math. We've already said, hey, you're going to try to save this person, but it's not going to work out in the long run. If we know that now, can't we probably avoid those traps? Go ahead. Last three points. Go ahead. Um, when it comes to this point, it gets to you being attached to a person. Like, even though they're doing everything bad, you're too attached to that person that you don't want to let go. Like, you love them too much that you don't want to see them going through this alone. So you lose yourself trying to help another person, mm -hmm. which is toxic. And that's that's one of the reasons why I stay away from that stuff because I'm not trying to do that. Because once I love, I love hard. Once so, I love, I love hard. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Oh, I was just I was on what Lisa Beth said that are you correct me if I'm wrong, but are you saying it's more of like less intuition and more of just being tricked? Like you can't know ahead of time, so it's not really always the person's fault for being with somebody that's wrong. It's not always about the chase. It's more of just being It's. I think it really depends on how the person views it. I think it... Some people can, like, gain feelings for someone without knowing it or without wanting to gain... They could, like, start hating off that person. Like, start off by hating that person and then, like, loving them. So it really, I think, it's what the heart wants. What the heart wants. And once I love, I love hard. It is deep. Uh, there's something I just I just want to quickly point out uh, that what I'm saying is kind of against it. But people can change. They can, of course, they can. If people, they want to. People they can. For the right people can change. But but you've pointed out that a lot of times we're trying to rescue somebody, and when people show you who they really are, when people show you their true colors, believe them. All right, ransom notes. Uh, it is a 17-plus game. Uh, we did get the word genital, but otherwise it was a very friendly <laughs> game. Uh, this has been Steambox at Highlander Charter School. Highlander Steampunks, please say peace out to the world. Peace out. Peace out.